there's nothing that brings us together like somebody not doing their job. Mm. <laughs> and so I walked out the crib the other day. White guy who lives directly in front of us is sweeping outside. And he's like, man, what the hell do we pay all this money for? <laughs> what do we pay all this money for? Not all this and money. He got, <laughs> he got skipped too? So the whole the, building. Bro, the tra- they ho- they're skipping the whole building. You know what's foul? We the building closest to the trash. <laughs> so I think somebody done pissed, the, pissed them off and they trying to like set a tone. Mm-hmm. So the white guy was like, the white guy was like, what do we pay all this money for? I'm like, right. $17. <laughs> $17. What are we paying it for? 17 All bro, this money? I don't mine, know exactly no, what it like, is. So mine is like 30 Mine's 25 And it's like, okay, I don't understand this, this concept of valet trash. <laughs> Let me open the door for you to come here and take it out the trash. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. In the house. It's, I, a, it's a dude driving around in a truck. It's not even like like, yeah, like a Ford F-150. Yes. It's yes. just Bro. a dude in a truck who walks by your apartment and grabs Grab your trash. Truck. That's it. The, How dude, much? the dude at our spot puts the trash on top of his car. Yes. Yeah. And then they like just take legit, it out. Just yes. walk, Wait. just driving with the trash on top of his car. Is this a business I need to be doing? Apparently. Bro, yes. I I asked, you I get a contract. I asked the people, I said, can we can we get rid of valet trash? We don't want that on ours. They said, there's nothing. No, you have to have it. It's a service yeah. you have to provide. I don't want it. I take the trash out myself. That's what I'm saying. I might no, as well. No, so cap, no cap. I literally take the trash out. Me too. <laughs> because the dude don't he becomes so inconsistent. So the white guy is like across from us has been trash been out there for days and he refuses <laughs> to walk it over to the trash can. I feel him though. Because he, he like he on strike. So, bro, I don't know what it is. They literally just be skipping our building. One day. We always playing the waiting game. This is actually disgusting. Mm. So somebody had dropped trash uh, in front of the walking threshold. In front of the threshold. Mm. So it's not in front of a door. It's not in front of a door. This is back when the trash people was coming. Do you know they come every day except for Sunday, six days a week? Valet does? Valet comes every day. Do you know that man would come get the trash from inside the building in front of the doors and leave that trash because it wasn't in the right because spot. it wasn't in front of a door <laughs> and so he on strike we on strike we all walking by at this point it's file and then another white guy who lives on the other side of us was like I'll just take it because it has start smelling bad yeah bro I don't so like yeah, that valet trash me. bringing all all communities together be, oh my god because ain't somebody ain't doing their job bro <laughs> Start the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Soundboard Podcast, episode 50. This is Coop, and I'm joined by... Hey, it's your main man, Dante. And none other than your boy, JJ. Produced by... Big KJB. Hey, what's up, guys? We made it to 50. Is this set up, right? We need some... We made it to 50, and we hit 10K before the 50 mark. Man. Which was the goal, man. Now we're trying to hit 20. 21. K. Double. Triple it. I was like, what? Flip that. Okay, yeah, we're trying to hit that. Bring it back. Yeah, we're trying to do that. Yeah, bro, but what's up with y'all, man? Man, so uh, yesterday I realized that I was a hypocrite. Oh, you just now realized that? Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. I think we all have those moments in our lives oh, where yeah. we realize like, yo, I think I'm a hypocrite. So yesterday we were celebrating my aunt's birthday. Uh, she turned 60 years old. <laughs> shout, out to my, shout out to my aunt. And uh, I mean, somebody else's birthday I was at. <laughs> Not my, not my family's, but I was at this birthday party, <laughs> and uh, it's an off mic thing. I was at this birthday party yesterday that was not my family. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know because they be getting people on Rico charges, and, oh. uh, and we were celebrating. <laughs> I don't need nobody using my lyrics. Yeah, and we were celebrating somebody's birthday, the uh-huh. big six zero, mm. and and there was some 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 younger people there. Some mm. would say some little cousins yeah, yeah, yeah. and they about 19 18 years old okay and we had a little open bar and they was drinking mm. and i was like hey you don't need to be drinking that <laughs> hey don't do that 
And they were like, what? Like, why are you tripping about this? And why I was like, tripping, Unk? Yeah. Because no, <laughs> they like, they like, why are you tripping? I'm like, bro, because y'all definitely not 21. And they were like, did you drink before you were 21? I was like, oh. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it's not about me. Yeah, but I didn't disrespect adults by doing it in front of their faces. Mm, so they don't respect you out of respect. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. So yesterday, I, yesterday that happened, and I was like, "Dang, bro, I'm being a hypocrite because mm. I definitely know I was drinking at 18, 19 years old. Really? But not in front of my family, but, but though. You, you wasn't drinking at family functions. Nah, not in front of family. That's different. I was drinking in the streets. <laughs> I would disrespect. <laughs> I wouldn't disrespect my mama. That's like, bro, for the longest time. You're just disrespecting the law. Yeah, I mean, mm. that's the law. <laughs> mm. Like, for the longest time, bro, I didn't even curse in front of my mom. Like, I, I will never forget the day I accidentally cursed in front of my mom. And I was like, damn, what's taking so long? And she said, what you say? And I said, dang, what's taking so long? <laughs> I just feel like you had this authority. Like, that's an authority. You don't do that in front of authority. Am I narc? Low-key, but I, I get it. I just can't. I don't even know you, bro. Like, I can't even see you drinking at 19. So, this is the you thing. You look very straight-laced. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, the crazy thing is, bro, in high school, when everybody else was, like, drinking, smoking, popping pills. Mm. Oh. Skiing. Okay, hold on. I ain't never see that. I ain't never see that. Uh, but when people were doing that, I would just be like, hey, guys, be above the influence. Dare to be different. Like, you, don't, you don't have to do that, this to that have fun. That was my tagline, yeah, You don't have to do this to have fun. Then I got to college, and I was all the way below the influence. Mm. I, I was the influencer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just always felt like you don't do it in front of authorities. And so mm. yesterday that happened, man. And um, so that was one of the things that happened. And then lately... Uh, this week, Jaden hits me with a me and her mom. We have a little family chat. Doj, you know what I'm saying? Dante, Olivia, Jaden. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we have a little Do Doj family chat. Department of Justice. Oh, dang! Because I'm the justice. I'm the hammer. And so we have a little family. We have a about the headship. We got a little family text thread, and so I'm chilling at the crib. And I'm working in I'm working in the bedroom at my desk. Olivia's in the bedroom. This boy is wild. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, nah, nah. I got married. Nah, <laughs> chill, chill, bro. Chill. <laughs> chill. And so uh Jaden sends us this uh petition. And she's like, hey guys, please sign this petition. So I go and open up the petition. I'm like, what is this, Jaden? And apparently, Richardson ISD is trying to enact this new rule where basically students come in they have to turn their phones off put it in this little pouch and keep it in the pouch all day and it doesn't unlock until the end of the day and so all these kids then got mad about it i could tell it was a kid who started the petition because uh-huh. they gonna say they can't take the phones they don't pay for <laughs> that was the reasoning no so the reasoning so I go with James like can y'all sign this petition I said let me read about this before I just blindly sign this petition okay, that you okay. tell me That's how you like, do a, it. Like, a, like a good parent mm-hmm. alright so I go and find an article and basically Richardson ISD is saying one they're short staffed uh, they're short staffed with teachers so they're like yo it's gonna be a lot going on um, but they were saying that they've seen a decrease in and um, just students getting their work done because they're on their phones during the class during time. The day. Um, they said they've also seen an increase in violence and fights because students are passing fight videos around the school. Yeah. And then they said they've also seen an increase in inappropriate videos mm-hmm. because kids are passing them around at the school and it's leading to bullying. Oh and so God. I read this article and I'm like, yo. Yeah. I ain't necessarily mad at Richardson. I ain't signing the petition. I said, but Jay, I want you to get into the um, the act of seeing the other side. So I said, Jaden, will you give me three reasons why I need to sign the petition? Did she give you something? She only gave me one. What was it? <laughs> In case there's an emergency. That's what I said. That's the biggest one. Safety. No, no, no. It is, but... I just wanted to know from her, like mm-hmm. from a rationale perspective, yeah. why do you think y'all need to have phones? Because there's been plenty of times where Jane doesn't let slip. Oh, um, I mean, also, 
not to say that I be watching TV or nothing in the daytime because I be working. <laughs> but there have been times when I get on Netflix because we only got one screen and it says I can't watch this because she iPhone number it. ten is signed in. Mm, and the only other person school. that got an iPhone ten is Jaden mm. in the middle of the day. Because you know I like to have it on the background as I work. You know the solution? Yeah, yeah. I have a solution to this. What? Get her a flip phone. Right. So so but that was valid. She was like, but what if there's an emergency? And so I get that. But uh I think the concern is you're gonna have all these students, they're not enough teachers, and they're like the last thing we wanna do is get in a room and argue with these students, be in a bigger room with students, because right now it's about yeah. an average of about 30, 25, 30. That's They're probably going to have to increase it to probably like 40. But these kids about to be in like college classes. Yeah, man. It's just a shortage it, of teachers. It's a shortage of teachers. Yeah. Do we need to quit our jobs and help the community? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I ain't, <laughs> hey, I ain't cool. heard him. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I, I just need three reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard that calling on my... Actually, you know what? I ain't gonna lie. For for uh, when I was furloughed in the pandemic, mm. I had applied to be a teacher. I was like, you know, maybe you didn't this get the is, job or what? I, I was like, maybe this is God <laughs> telling me that I need to go back and give back to my community. Yeah, boy, they didn't give me that job, but I was thanking God. You didn't get hired. <laughs> no, so it was it was God. It was this program. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't God, but yeah, man. So I just signed that petition. Mm. That's how this happened in my life. Yeah, get her a flip phone. So you can have your smartphone at home. Take your flip phone to school. You're you know good. what? I could do that. She she would probably be so upset. Get a block phone, the Nokia nine. Then she'll be playing I mean, even Snake. At this point, you can just get an Apple Watch with a plan. If you need to text or you need to, she call, has an Apple do, Watch. Oh, you can check from your watch. Yeah, can't you text though too? Yeah, yes. but yes, but uh, you can't get on TikTok. <laughs> Calm down, King. What that man? What's wrong with that? What that man got? I'm his saying. I'm saying. That's why she. That's, why she, that's what. That's the real issue. She's right. not concerned with her. And she has yet. shown me several fight videos. So <laughs> I know you ain't paying attention at the school. Yes, that's oh entertaining. No, I'm not. I say, Jaden, delete that video. High school sounds <laughs> so lit. Show now. me. <laughs> oh. No, it ain't lit because see, when we were in school. You could do nasty stuff and nobody would know. No, we have video cameras, but we the- had cameras, <laughs> not phones, though. Bro, these kids are recording themselves and yeah. then sending I'm not it talking, around. I was the talking school. about the fights. I hey was guys, talking- y'all, are, y'all are making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, because uh, really? we're we'll we'll for justice update. <laughs> JJ, what's up? Let with me you? tell y'all about me then. <laughs> so this uh, this past week, man, uh, pops. Turn the big six zero. Yeah, hit that. Wait, wait, wait. Does your pops and his aunt have the same birthday? <laughs> wait, what, what was what day was yours? Oh, my aunt's birthday was on Tuesday. Oh no no no, my uh, pop, pops was at August thirteenth. Oh okay. So yeah, he turned sixty, man. And you know, my dad is one to um to be real chill. He don't really want he don't want to do a whole lot. So <laughs> we the pops. A true party animal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, crazy. Yeah yeah nah. So um we just got the the immediate family together, man, and we uh. We got together, went to dinner, mm-hmm. and then we went to the Rangers game. Oh, dope. That sounds fun. You know, he he likes sports. So, it would have been dope to go to the Cowboys game, but the Cowboys were uh, they were out of town. So, mm-hmm. the preseason started, but they played, I think they played in Denver yesterday. I don't know. But they weren't home. So, we ended up going to the Rangers game. But just being able to celebrate him and actually I took a moment to just reflect and just say, hey, it's just a, a you know, a, a privilege to be a, to have my family, you know, yeah, yeah, and, and to be sure. able to celebrate him for 60 years. But... Went to the Rangers game. That was my first time being in a new stadium. It was oh, nice. Uh, I heard it's dope. It's a re- they spent a lot of money. Yeah, big money. It's a it's a really nice stadium, bro. But in my personal opinion, it takes away from the game. The game a little bit. It's like so baseball's boring, on. anyways. <laughs> no, 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 bro. I like I like going and watching baseball. I don't really mm. watch it on TV like that. But mm. like being in the game, it creates some type of like it's the environment, right. the atmosphere of being in the game. But because this new stadium is is indoors, and I'm used oh, to oh, I didn't know it was indoors. They, yeah, have, they, they, have, have, a, they have a retractable yeah. roof, but that that roof was closed. They had the AC <laughs> on. Oh, but it gives it gives a different feel. So right. I, I was at the game, but it didn't really feel like I was at a baseball game. Take yeah. me out to the ball game. <laughs> so things like that, I couldn't even really hear the words on the speakers. I don't know if it was just the way like the the setup was, but it just it didn't create that same type of right. um, environment that I was used to. It was still a very nice stadium, though. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. a different feel. Just yeah, a different yeah. feel. So, can I ask you a question, JJ? Your, you know, your future wifey. I saw that she was with y'all. Mm-hmm. You see, you got your immediate family together. How is that gelling together coming? It's gelling really good. Okay. Yeah. So she gets along really well with my 
my family, my parents love her, my sister loves her. Um, and their relationship is just blossoming. Good, oh. good. We love to hear that. We love to see Yeah, it. yeah, they love her a lot too, man. So they, they actually, like even yesterday, man, they just took turns trying to like crack on me. So, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't cool. But. Did you fight back? I told you about bullies last episode. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Dude. I didn't want to take it too far. Okay. Yeah, okay. Not, not on Pop's birthday. Okay, okay, okay. So, you, yeah, man. You didn't take Pops to Texas Live? You know, that's not really his <laughs> scene. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mentioned it. We was we was across the street. <laughs> down the street, yeah. We were down the street. Hey, Pops, me and we slide on over to Texas Live. But I, yeah, you know, he, he wasn't for it. So, we just kept walking, saying that. walking back to the car. That's a, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a man who stands ten toes down on his values. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what's up, man. Um, so, my update, I am helping plan another bachelor party. Coop is so upset. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm excited, but I'm tired. <laughs> right. So shout out to my boy DZ. He's getting married. Oh yeah! Shout out to DZ. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. So we're actually going to New York for his bachelor party. Oh, that'll be fun. Mm. Make it easy. Cause the uh, one of the dirtiest cities in the world. All them rats, right? <laughs> I ain't never. Shout seen out a, to my New York people. Though. I ain't never seen a rat when I went to New Bro, York. Bro, have you gone really? to Subway? Oh, they no. be all on I, the. I be above you said ground. above ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. They Smallest. all. They all down there with the uh, with the uh, Ninja Turtles. Have you stayed stay at an Airbnb in New York? Nah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to New York. Uh, my brother's up there, so just to save him a trip, it'll be a. So oh yeah, that'll be though. fun, bro. That'll be a good time. Yeah, man. So more money out of my pocket. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a celebration to a boss. Oh yeah, PSA. If you're getting married next year, I have two slots, and I'm only going to two weddings <laughs> and two bachelor parties. Right, because we and, done went to enough for a lifetime. And that's it. <laughs> we done went to enough for a lifetime and in 2022, bro. bro. That's all I got. What's up with you, Justin? Man, so <laughs> I thought I was coming with a positive update until Dante took Oops. it down. What happened? Negative role. So, this past week was Alexia's first week in high school. Yeah, buddy! Oh. Yeah. So, I'm officially the parent of a high school. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, just, it's super surreal. Justin. Shoot. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, so, we did, like, the whole, like, um, like the orientation type thing where, like, the parent just separated the parents from the students. Mm. So, they gave, like, this parent orientation. I was like, all right, cool. I got a handle on this. The, the principal, the APs, the associate principal, everybody sound like they got sound judgment and right, all this yeah. cool stuff. It's like, okay, we got all the technology to stay in tune with everything. I was like, I left that, like, we good. Lexi was a little bit nervous because, like, okay, this is when it gets real. Like, all these bigger kids. Yeah, you're 14, but, it, like, there's different ranges of 14. Right. Hey, yeah. for, for her, is it, is she, like, is it have a freshman campus and then, like, the rest no, of it's everybody together? They're all, all together. In. All in. Does she have a big homie? Like, does she know somebody? No. So, that's oh, that's that the thing. This, this is a fresh high school. She's, uh, she has a couple friends, but, like, nothing to, like, be like, all right, I know I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we yeah, had yeah. that conversation, too, of just, like, hey, like. You gotta learn how to maneuver, right? Yes. Like you gotta pick and choose your battles per se, and also yes. pick and choose your friends. Like yep. you wanna, you wanna find somebody who like who got your back. Type right. Of, you know, yeah. high school is ultimately where you can make some lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brought my level of like confusion because Alexia and this Gen Z, like, they're okay being different. They are right. Yes. Yeah. So Lexi's kind of like, mm, I'm not really feeling that. Like I'm, I'm cool with just kind of being by myself. I'm like no, this is this is against every high school <laughs> guideline possible. Right. Have you never seen a movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you really trying to like move on your own, and yeah. it's like you. This is not middle school. This is not junior high type thing. Yeah, yeah. you got legitimate like adults around. You got eighteen year old people around yes. you. Yeah, <laughs> and like they will like move freshmen. Yeah. <laughs> Like they will like point you out to them <laughs> oh and like call God. you out. It's just like it's a level of just like being oblivious. So it's that aspect. Also on the aspect of like I thought I was prepared for it type thing. Mm. She did her first two days, and I'm thinking they talking about cell phone policy. Like hey, right. you know we pretty we pretty strict with it type thing. If you don't if it don't need to be out, like put it away type thing. Yeah. She telling me they on their phones all, all day. Yeah. Day. Really. Yes. All day. Like, no, no, nobody's telling them to put it away. Nobody's stopping them type thing. It's a, it's low-key a battle that you're going to lose. Yeah. It, yeah, bro, because every kid has a phone. Every kid has it's a It's very different. So, it, that's so that's so different for me. Like, I figured, like I said, I had a confidence, like, okay, you're not going to be on your phone distracting you. But, like, she's literally texting me throughout the day. 
And it's like you on I can tell you on social media as well. I can right. look at the like the screen activity. Yeah. It's like nothing is literally stopped. No one nothing is giving you an urge to learn. Right. Dang. But and I mean, kids not go to school to learn no yeah. more. So I mean they don't have textbooks. What do you mean no more? We didn't either. We just didn't have cell phones. I don't know about y'all. No, I yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about <laughs> No, y'all. I actually still learned a little bit. Yes. <clears throat> I had no choice. <laughs> just so like yeah, a, a that's different. <laughs> and then also just I mean, last thing on like her being an individual type thing, we had a somewhat of a situation. Mm-hmm. Her school's not necessarily bad as far as like you know, like levels of like the percentages of like minorities and everything. Mm-hmm. That's a decent number. So she feels a little bit comfortable. But they had a scenario one day where somebody like essentially raised an accusation that somebody took my bag or took something out of my bag. Mm. So what the school did or the teacher did was like, hey, we're going to search everybody's bag. Wait, what? Ooh. Yeah. Because, I mean, granted, the times that we're in now, it's like, okay, like, there's nothing is private anymore. You don't right. have lockers anymore. There's no lockers? No, they no. don't do lockers no, no more. No lockers. They I didn't do. even know that. No, yeah, they yeah. don't do no lockers. Because you, you, there's too much stuff You know what you can put in a locker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they for Jaden, you have mm-hmm. to buy them, and they're only on a certain hallway. You yeah. have to buy a locker? Yes. Yeah. And, and we all get them for free? Some, some schools have clear backpacks. Oh, my like, God. Like, it's, it's well, pretty so serious. You, you know, in DISD, we have to go through metal detectors every yeah, day. Yeah, that so. that's what it comes down to. Every day, from middle school and high school. Every day, and they checked your backpack. Mm-hmm. They would be by the door. You you walk through the metal detector. I didn't have to go through that, but I understand. And oh. you and you and they check the police <laughs> officer went checks to, your uh, backpack. Ridgemont High <laughs> <laughs> or North. What was the one with the East? Lean on me. Uh, nah, bro, yes. just, that's just DISD. Oh yeah, so she wasn't prepared for that. So that's right. like a little snippet. So she had a sim- similar senti- sentiment like Jaden. She felt like her rights were violated. Mm. Oh, welcome to the real world, <laughs> yeah. sweetheart. So we had to have a whole heart to heart. And she was just like, I don't get it. Like, even at 14 years old, like, I feel like these are my human rights and nobody should be able to step on them type thing. Next like, going to be an activist. <laughs> Something you are like little, that. You're not even a whole human yet. You're a little hey. human. <laughs> you're still growing. You're still growing, hey, little human. But you know what? And so we have created a generation where they are just super kind of entitled. I was, like was going to say entitled. They're entitled. They're vote. They're super vocal. They just. It's funny because they just have these moments where they're kids, and then they have these moments where they sound like. They've been watching Oprah Super Soul. Yeah, they've been Sunday. watching Fox News like, all day. Their exposure is like, 100% different. Jake's going to tell me the other day, you know, I'm just in a season where I'm just dating myself. Not, nobody can love me how I love you. me. I said, <laughs> I, said, I said, why are you talking like you're a 40-year-old woman? Bruh, this, oh, you know what? This is perfect because I heard, um, did y'all watch the Kevin Hart and Jay-Z interview? The Heart to Heart? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Well, uh, Jay-Z was saying, you know, the kids feel... Um, empowered because they have a lot of information, right? Yeah, definitely. But they don't have understanding, right? right. Context, right? All that. So they know what they know what they're saying, but they don't understand what, what it means. Saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. We just make you want to chop them in the throat. <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> you, just, you got all the knowledge because you, just, because, you smart dumb because they be standing ten toes down. They, so do. they got they got all the passion behind it with mm-hmm. no understanding, and we yes. communicate through text so they can Google stuff. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> So yeah, get ready for hey, my, my gonna, high school woes. It's gonna get better, bro. This what? This is two weeks. This is two weeks. Ooh, yeah. Y'all already had a situation. <laughs> oh lord. You know, Jane. Jane is a junior, so who knows what it's gonna look like when Casey's in high school? Oh, yeah. King, oh. it's gonna be the wild, wild west. Oh, you man. might want to get ready to homeschool. <laughs> the education system will be imploded by then, man. <laughs> so guys, y'all know every week we post a question of the week, and this is what we call our sound offs. This is where we go to you to hear what you, our soundboard, have to say. Now, this week, uh, we posted, how do you handle disputes between your significant other and their family members? Now, if you go back to episode 49, we had this whole conversation about do you intervene when your bae is getting into it with somebody on their side of the family? You know, Coop shared his opinion, basically saying, fight your mama. <laughs> Punch he, in the nose. he basically said, put your mom in the nose. I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with that, but uh, you guys weighed in and we had some good ones. Cousin Bobby Art said, I help from outside the ropes like a boxing coach. Watch out for them. Say no to that. They need to get a job. I feel your dad. <laughs> that has nothing to do with you. He said, we not getting used to are disrespected by siblings, cousins, parents, co-workers, grannies, etc. Man. Uh, we also had another one from Miss Evan. She said, I am naturally 
overprotective of those I hold dear. She said, I'm working on that. Because mm. not every battle is mine to fight. Glad you realized that. Wisdom. That's <laughs> wisdom. wisdom. She said, but I think it really depends on the gravity of the situation. Mm. For the most part, I will not butt in. But if the situation is really starting to have an impact on my significant other's day, today, or self-esteem, I'm going to say something. Because guess who has to deal with the consequences of said dispute day to day? Facts. Do not get in the way of our happy home. That's a word right that there. That is a word right there. So this is my boy, Presidential Pat. We got to get him on the show. I actually can't wait for him to get on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he said, I married her. If she's willing to tell the waitress my food wrong, I'm willing to tell her <laughs> people they wrong. <laughs> in the end, we are all adults, so I'll be respectful. But be clear, I'm not afraid to hurt someone else's feelings behind her. That went dark. That, you know somebody serious when they say this. Because at the end of the day, how else I'm going to get my food correct? Smart man. Because at the end of the day. All right. And lastly, uh, we got our girl Crystal. She said family disputes can be a delicate situation, especially with all the traumas people have carried for decades. However, I've learned to listen and create a space where people can express how they feel respectfully. But don't get it twisted. I will eat your ass alive. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat your ass alive coming from mine. Uh. I believe in right is right and wrong is wrong. And I also believe in sound wisdom, healthy advice. All around communication, vulnerability, and trust is key with family relationships and personal relationships. Set the tone and good boundaries. You Bring see the smoke. And I she like just that. celebrated her anniversary. That's why they still married. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> bruh, this is my favorite part, getting feedback from everybody. I love bruh. it. Yeah, I love, we appreciate I love y'all. It. The whole idea of the soundboard is to get, you know, feedback and change our thoughts. I love it. Those thoughts. I was even listening back to last episode. And um, just our different perspectives on like shame and the, on the whole Will Smith situation. Yeah. And it, it made me think about how um, Justin saw shame as a weapon that could be used against somebody. And I saw shame as a tool you can use to better yourself. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was, I think it's dope how we uh, impact each other's perspectives. It's almost surprising how we're all friends. <laughs> 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 but here we are. <laughs> Speaking of feedback, though, yeah. um, after last episode, right, last episode, episode 49, we talked about Will Smith and the slap and his yeah. response to it. So we we got feedback. I got feedback um, after the episode. Uh, actually, my boy Pat mm. hit me and Coop up and was like. Why he hit me up? I know him, too. Does he have your number? I don't know if we're in the group chat with uh, you. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know. I don't know. Either way, um, <laughs> you you weren't a part of the conversation. But we're bringing you into the conversation. We're bringing you into the conversation now. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> but Pat hit us up and he was like, hey, I mean, have y'all ever, have y'all listened to Will Smith's book? Have mm. y'all listened to the audiobook or read it? And we was like, nah. He's like, it gives you a great insight on um, his response to the slap, like uh-huh. to why he slapped. And so I uh, I went and checked out the uh, the audio book and I listened to like the first part of it. And um, the first, before he even gets to the chapters, he has a segment called The Wall mm-hmm. okay. on there. And in The Wall, basically Will Smith is giving this metaphor about um, how his father had, uh, this spoiler alert if y'all ain't read the book. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's been out for a year. They're good. Yeah. Okay, y'all <laughs> mean, at this point, he done basically told us all of his trauma was. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, and he was talking about how his father had well, one uh, one year made him and his little brother build a wall that they had demolished for basically from scratch. So they had to build the wall brick by brick, and, and um, they had to do this basically until the wall was done. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story is basically Will was like um, dreading doing this task. He was looking at it like this was an impossible, insurmountable task. Um, and so at the end of it all, he what he was what he came to realize is that. His dad told him to focus on the brick and not the wall. Mm. When you focus on the brick, you'll be able to get the task done to accomplish putting, finishing the wall and putting it together. Right. So he said he took this principle where now in life he doesn't focus on the wall, essentially right. the big picture, he focuses on the brick. I thought that was a very um, uh, impactful uh, metaphor right. that he used. But then it sparked my mind to, to kind of bring to y'all, like, you know, thinking about that in your approach to life. Are you focused on the wall or are you focused on the brick? I th- I mean, that's a good question, bro. But when you're saying that, and I end up listening to it also. Yeah. Um, I immediately th- 
thought about um, how I'm attacking our debt. Like, mm. so um, the other day I was talking to Key and I was getting, which I, this usually doesn't happen to me, but I was like, dang, how are, how am I going to get rid of all this stuff? Whatever. Yeah. You know, she has more than me just because she went to more school and stuff like that. Right. Um, but I'm like, how are we going to pay for all this? And she was like, just take it day by day, basically. So basically brick by brick, you know what I mean? And um, so we're currently doing like the Dave Ramsey model of um, snowball effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you basically, any debt you have, you pay the um, smallest debt off first as fast as you can. Then you go to the next one. All your larger debt, you pay off. Uh, you just pay the minimum balance. Mm. And so you can pay it, pay it off, basically. So basically just attacking it that way, like attacking it one thing at a time instead of looking at this big number that's in front of you. Right. Man, because I, I think it can it, it can also just be overwhelming when you just look at the big picture instead of just like the day by day. And I think that's one of the things that I'm learning. So um, when JJ posed the question, like, mm. what are y'all building like brick by brick? Mm. It really just made me think of just how intentional Olivia and I have been in this season of our marriage. And although, you know, we've only been married three months, um, it'll be three months in a couple of days. Mm. Um, we've just been super Congrats. intentional. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Blow the horn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not blow. You know what I'm saying. Uh, what? Wild. Wild. Dante, you good? Who wasn't even going there? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. But we've just been super intentional about just building uh, a marriage. And I'll be honest with you. You know, when you get married, everybody be coming at you with that. You know, especially church folk. Mm. You know, as soon as you get married, that's when the enemy go attack. Whoa! <laughs> Everybody think they Denzel. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> so, um, and and so w- one of the things that we've been doing, we try to make sure that we are always doing something to add to our marriage. And so I told y'all a couple of weeks back, we went to um, we went to the marriage conference mm-hmm. um, at our church, and it was absolutely amazing. One of the things that they said was. Pray for your spouse daily because then you'll know what's on your spouse's mind. Mm. And so that was one of the things that we took really, really seriously coming out of that. And so every day um, we just try to pick a point where we just stop and I just pray for my wife. So I bring her in and I say, hey, babe, how can I pray for you today? She'll usually tell me what's on her heart. I'll pray for that. And then we'll just go on about our day. And so for me, it's less about do that every day. We do it every day. Dang. Um, it's less about brick by brick. <laughs> brick, by brick. Oh, it's, it's less about it's less about like okay, how can I just have this grand marriage and like what can we do daily? Mm. Another one of the things that we've been doing, uh, one of the speakers at the conference got this like fifty two day challenge, and so the whole idea is you're supposed to read this prompt fifty two days, days, right? Yeah. Like it ain't thirty. Yeah. It ain't like 60. What, do they have logic behind it or you don't know? I don't know. Um, mm. But we end up buying it. And so the idea is <laughs> you end up having a question that you guys talk through every day. So one of the questions was, you know, what is your dream? Another one was, what is your vision for our marriage? Another mm. one was, I feel the most loved or admired when. And so uh, you you each answer the question and then like a little school kid, you make out. <laughs> you're supposed to you're supposed to you're supposed to talk, Y'all talk be intimate about <laughs> you're supposed to talk about it and then you're supposed to you'll be rushing them questions huh? <laughs> oh. you're supposed to talk about it and then you're supposed to you're supposed to make out for like 10 seconds but it really just made me <laughs> It made me realize. There's a timer on it? It's like 10 minutes to answer the question. Y'all need to stopwatch? Nah, bro. We just let the I'll spirit just, feel. I just picture y'all on the floor like Indian style with a candle <laughs> in between <laughs> Um, But it just really made me realize that people be out here whole getting married and, um, and not talking anymore. Oh, yeah. And not kissing anymore. Mm, and yeah. just not being, you know, emotional and vulnerable and intimate. And they so. I know about the 10 second rule. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just kiss, kiss your baby for 10 seconds, my butt. Um, but it's and been see something what pops that. Up. That, <laughs> that reminds me of what is that? Love and basketball when they're like, we got to kiss for five seconds and they held up the one. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You yeah, got to yeah. count Mississippi's or it's not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, that was just an idea. So when you said build something brick by brick, that yeah. was just something. This season that um that me and wifey have been super intentional about building that's good bro i feel like you and coop um y'all both sound like super intentional with like building things brick by brick. right mm. not so much for your boy like i have a tendency to focus more on like big picture things right and so you know one area for me personally where i've been 
kind of focus on like big picture, like uh, in this in this example would be the wall would be um, like coaching. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I do elements of it um, on my job. But there's things that I want to do beyond that. Right. Like what's been hindering me is me focusing on like the big picture. Like I'm thinking about all of the things that it takes to get to this end result. And then therefore there's like no action from it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something that I have to shift and like shift my focus on what it is that I'm paying attention to, how I'm approaching every day. Mm -hmm. So like being more intentional and trying to adopt the brick, the big brick by brick. What is one thing that I can do today? Right. And then set me up for tomorrow. But it's sometimes it's difficult to like take your, perspective and shift it from like that big big picture focus mm. and just focus on those bricks no that's big that's big big kjb are you building something right now <laughs> so i actually took this a different way besides your ego yeah <laughs> <laughs> brick by brick <laughs> so yeah every time y'all say this i just keep on thinking about snowfall oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Brick, brick by brick, brick. brick. <laughs> i built this <laughs> but um also, even like just listening to the context for like Will brought it, like the way he brought it up is like his dad destroyed the wall. I guess it was dilapidated, but mm. like we don't necessarily know why he broke down the wall. Right. And then they had to work to do this. Mm. So my mindset is like not every single time that you have to like fully break down the wall, mm. like you can you can still like make adjustments to things. Right. right. Instead of like having to like focus on like such a big picture. Right. So it's just it's somewhat of a different mindset, but it's like I don't always think you have to start from like ground, ground zero. zero. Yeah, I understand yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. So my my personal challenge that I'm like facing with now is like in regards to parenting. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Lexi's in high school, so like yeah, I've built this parenting up like brick by brick, but mm-hmm. like I this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ideal of starting over type thing is like, okay, how do I how do I do this? It's right. it can be uh, overwhelming to think like starting from complete ground zero like <laughs> day yeah. day one yeah, type yeah, thing yeah. right but it's like I need to understand that like hey certain things are going to be like cornerstone like they're always gonna be foundation mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily starting from ground zero mm-hmm. I'm just making small adjustments right to, yeah. to the bricks I've already laid yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean with me parenting and fatherhood is essentially embedded into who I am right so it's like okay you're not necessarily going from from zero start from what you already know you're good there you have a foundation you got half of a wall and now this time you can look at a different like you can build something different like it doesn't have to be the same bricks yeah you right. can like you know pick something different as far as like just changing up a texture or something how you something. how you how you speak to her is gonna be different because she's getting older yes and she's in different situations like mm-hmm. you can't um i'm talking like i got a high school <laughs> <laughs> But you, I'm just thinking about how my dad talked to me as I got like it changed, it evolved o- over time or whatever. Like I even th- remember the discussions of like, um, like when I was in sixth grade and I got condoms for the first time or whatever, yeah. um, just because of his history or whatever. Like, <laughs> okay. Hey, you gonna be you gonna be in middle school? I don't know what's gonna happen. You don't have to use this, but if you're ever in a situation, you have right. it type yeah. thing. And then go to high school. He's like, hey. I know in high school you don't think you're a man. Remember, I'm a man. <laughs> like I am a man. Like I don't want us to have issues when you go into high school. So it just like helped. Um, he planted the seed, and it stayed in the back of my mind. Of like when I have certain feelings, what's going on at the time? At this time, what my dad told me about this, so I kind of could adjust to the moment type yeah. thing. So I mean, just ultimately learning how to lay down the bricks a different way type thing. Mm-hmm. So you've already done it one time. Like, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be one by one. Like, I'm a little bit more advanced now. Mm-hmm. I should be able to do more things. Right. Put put more energy into certain things mm-hmm. when it comes down to breaking something down. Yeah. No, that's that's good, Justin. And I think what you said was, was really, really good because a lot of times, uh, even if it is something that you're trying to do or something that you're trying to start, you ain't necessarily starting at ground zero. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we essentially know what to do. Like, you have access to what you mm-hmm. do. So even right. with even with Coop in debt, like, nobody has to tell you that if I'm trying to get out of debt, I probably shouldn't be eating out. Everything. Right, right, you right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Or like, I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't be out here spending money on bachelor uh, parties. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say things you didn't need, but, but, uh, yeah. And even with, and even with, um, even with just with JJ and coaching, like you, you said you already do this, so it's yeah. not like you don't fundamentally know what to do. You just have to. It's more about just putting in action. Yeah, you got the bricks. Just start to lay them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it's really just applying the principle, right? Right. Yeah. Because it's the principle essentially of work ethic and in perspective of looking at a task that is possible. Right. And I think a lot of times that 
we as people get in our heads and we think that something is impossible. We think that um, we don't like things are just too big. And right. We, and, and taking that work ethic and applying it across any different lane mm-hmm. can show you, hey, this principle applies. Like if you put that work ethic, if you put that action, if you put this step forward, like you can break down any task and make it conceivable. Definitely. Definitely. Um, speaking of working on projects and working towards goals. Mm. <laughs> um, I had an interesting thought, like when we took our break or whatever, cause like, I know we're building our podcast and we're, we're doing all this other things. And I sometimes get, um, I don't know. It's not ancient. Like when I get that feeling of being overwhelmed towards a project, it makes me want to work on it all the all time. The time. Yeah. Like okay. there's no stop. You I'm get always relentless. I get relentless. Right. So when we had our break, I was kind of like, I felt weird just doing not not necessarily having anything I need to do immediately. Right. right. I always feel the need to be producing something or getting something done, like accomplishing something. And it's got me to thinking, like, do y'all feel the same way or is that something that's that's just me? <laughs> I'm going to let JJ take that one. You feel, do you feel comfortable <laughs> resting or do you feel like I um, no, I don't. So okay. um, rest is something that's difficult for me. I feel mm-hmm. like I always have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it feels like if I'm resting, then I am being. No, I'm not being productive. Right, right, right. And I think productive is something that I equate to doing work. Like rest, I don't mm-hmm. see how I can be productive being restful. Right. Um, and it's something that I have knowledge. Like I understand fundamentally, like rest is good for you. Uh huh. But I think it's been so ingrained in me. I've developed such a habit of like doing doing so many different things. Mm. And having things lined up that if I have a break, if I'm not doing anything, then I then I feel like it's a disservice to myself. So I will find ways to keep myself busy. Mm. And so even if I'm supposed to be on a break, I probably nine times out of ten I'm not really breaking. Right. I may be breaking from the podcast, but right. then I might be putting more effort into something, m- else. something else like my career right. or personal passion or whatever it is. Um, and it just feels like I always have to be on the go. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's not the story for me. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about me, I'm a rest. You gonna rest? But well, black people take a break. But, but, a break. But, but this is the problem. I always have so much to do. I probably should be doing stuff. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, so, like I have so much to do. I should be doing stuff, but I be having so much to do that I be like, I need a nap. It's not necessarily that you should be doing. You have something to. You never have a time where you can really. I never have a time where I should not be doing anything. Like there's always something. You keep saying should. Yeah. You have something that you need to do, but it doesn't or that needs to be done, but you doesn't mean that you shouldn't rest. Watch your tone. (laughs) (laughs) I say when I say. You get what I'm saying though? No, but that's Okay, just, so break it down for me. What do you mean? So you're saying I have something I should be doing all the time. As as though you shouldn't be resting. No, no, no. Rest is important. Okay. But, I'm saying you your work the words so, are important. Okay. Yeah, so this is the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rest is I'm not negating the fact that rest mm-hmm. is important. I think rest is super important. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying for me, I have so much stuff that I that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. I probably should not be resting. But this is, this I, the same, same thing. I don't think Dante's understanding. <laughs> I'm not understanding what concept. you're saying. There. Somebody else give it a shot. <laughs> you get you, it, JJ? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. Basically, he's saying like, all right, you're saying that you have all these things that you should be doing. Yeah. These things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, in the same breath, that you should not be resting. Like, right. You're so saying that all these things are more, more important, important than, than rest. So you're saying that rest is not as important as the things that you should be doing. No, no, no. So rest is important. However, what ends up happening is because I rest and I don't get the stuff done, then uh-huh. I find myself panicked because now I'm rushing to okay. get things done. If y'all would have let me finish my statement, we could have got here. <laughs> Do y'all want to fight? I think it's true. Because I'll fight everybody on this pod. Because if you really want some rest, I'll lay hands on you and give you rest. You will have some rest. You will lay us to rest? Yes, you will have some rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the problem. So then I don't, I, I will rest because I'll be overwhelmed and then I'll find myself panicked because so you, so I have to get all the difference is you want to rest and I don't necessarily want to rest. Yeah, like I want to rest. But neither one of us are really resting. Yeah, I was saying, yeah. neither <laughs> one of y'all are accomplishing the goal. <laughs> but that's interesting because Dante said that he, he don't have this problem. He rests. Mm-hmm. Do you find like rest to be beneficial? So this is the thing it's never enough. Yeah, is, there a, true. Is, is there a limit on rest? Because I feel like there's there's different types of rest. So for me, I think one of the things 
I'll say rest is like being left alone or not doing anything. Mm-hmm. But even those moments are few and far in between. Like it'll be like an hour or a couple of hours. But I'll be like, dang, I need more of this. And yeah. I'll be feeling like I hear so many people be like, well, you just got to take the rest when you can take it. And that should be enough. And I'm like, nah, that's not enough. I feel like, so this sometimes is my problem when it comes to rest. And it sounds like this might be your problem. I'm not putting this on you because I know you'll, you'll <laughs> lay all of us to rest. Coach me, JJ. <laughs> Coach me. Build, build me up brick by brick. But I feel like it's probably very hard to have rest if you're worried and panicked about everything that you have to do. Yes. So if you're not necessarily stewarding the things that you do when you're not resting well, then it's right. going to make it hard for you to be able to rest. Mm. So like, I think that's going to take away from like your peace when right. you're resting. Mm. So then you're not really, you may have time that you're laying down, but you're not really resting. You're restless in right. your rest. Let me cash up you. <laughs> hey, man, that man coaches. That man just coached me. Man, that's what's up. I'll write your review. But uh, <laughs> it even got me t- thinking about like the podcast, right? So like we see a, a influx of male podcasts, right? Mm-hmm. But why do you think that is? Because they don't got enough to time. Do? <laughs> <laughs> I think that as men, like we want to have discussions, we want to talk, but we also want to be productive. Mm-hmm. And I think podcasting is probably the best way to do both. Like if we weren't podcasting, or therapy, no, 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 right, right. Yeah. Coop over here trying to give credit, and it, I don't know about that one. No, I'm saying like if we weren't podcasting, we still we wouldn't meet every week and get to have these conversations. Or oh, that's actually you know what I mean. True. Like we yeah. like before, we might hang out what once every month or two months or something yeah, like it, that. It might have been just me and you knowing about the wall. Dante would have never known. <laughs> exactly, it <laughs> <You> been Wallace. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, bro, y'all gotta chill. Y'all gotta chill, bro. But I just, I, I mean, I thought that was, um, that probably has something to do with it, but who knows? <laughs> I the world will never know. So, like, for us, right, we're saying that we have so much to do. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of things going on. I know uh, KJB is the same way, right? We got mm-hmm. a lot that we're always trying to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say that I've surrounded myself with a circle of people who are like-minded and who also are steadily busy and trying to be productive. Mm. It has also been brought to my attention that there is a whole nother group of men out there who are not busy. What do you mean? Who? (laughs) What do you mean you're not busy? Where are they? You ain't got nothing to do? Yes, that like maybe are not working the same amount that we are, that are not like ambitious towards their goals. Look at my face in disgust. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> just be chilling? But, 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 but they rest. But on the flip yeah. side of that, they're resting. Yeah, but what are you resting from? What are you working What are you tired for? <laughs> Look at this. This is your problem right there. Y'all just can't let it go. <laughs> I'm just saying. What is, so what do y'all think is the issue for, for men in resting? So I, I, I think it's one of two things. I think, like you said, to your point, I think you have men who rest too much Mm-hmm. Who 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 value rest more than they value making headway in their goals and all these other things, mm. and then you have the other people who are making all these things happen and they're not valuing rest. I don't think either of them are good, and I think they both end you end up in the wrong place. So for the men who rest too much, they have too much time on their hands, and they value rest too much. Mm-hmm. They aren't building anything. Like, right. they almost have nothing to show. So, like, Justin has a, a child. He can say, look at my child. These I have invested in my child. Or you can say, look at my career. I've invested in my career. They have built these things, and they may have lost rest, but they have, you know, they have goals. Like, they've hit their goals. But then on the other side, you got dudes who doing all the building with no rest, and eventually you gonna tire yourself out. I think it comes. And you down, ain't good to nobody. It goes down to that Chris Rock joke about uh, women and children being loved unconditionally, and men being loved for what they can do. That is actually very true. <laughs> that is actually so very we, true. I think our, I well for me as a man, do you feel like you can? A real man, man, as a man. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we turn into I'm that podcast. Uh oh, we turn into that podcast. I, my own, I did like. I think of myself like I'm always trying to produce something or trying to be productive. Right. Oh, that's like, a good point. You know what I mean? Like, like there's something to accomplish. I'm the one that needs to get it done, basically. I think what you what you said or were about to say, or either what I took from it, is that... <laughs> <laughs> what you said or did say, but this is what I think you should have said. <laughs> nah, bro. What I took from it was that, like, men oftentimes are wrapped up their identity is wrapped up in what they what do. they can do right and what they can do for others yeah and yes. what they can produce so yes. like the more that you can do that's what defines you yes thank you 
So one of the things I learned about rest, because I had to learn this the hard way, essentially, to that point of like, you know, your body essentially telling you that you have to rest. Mm-hmm. Right. So I learned this actually uh, from Kat. So she's a listener of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, taking it from the context of the Bible, like God rested on the seventh day. He did. Day. He was mm-hmm. tired. He wasn't tired. He wasn't tired. He wasn't tired. That's the thing. He All wasn't right. tired. I was down to yeah. it. I was just joking. I was you tired. Scott Daddy. Scott Daddy don't get tired. Scott Daddy. Scott Daddy. Scott Daddy don't get tired. Sorry, Scott Daddy. So, yeah, he didn't rest because he was tired. He rested because he finished. He had completed what he wanted to complete. Mm-hmm. So, it's the aspect of like us as a whole have to learn how to prioritize rest as a behavior. Right, not okay. just as a, like a necessity or something that happens. Like, no, like this is the day that I'm resting or this is the time that I'm resting. I'm going to do everything else I need to do so it doesn't interfere with my rest. Right. Mm. So one of the things that she taught me about is, hey, taking a Sabbath day. You can do all your work, but this day that you have for your Sabbath is the day that you rest. Right. The Lord gave right. us a Sabbath. So mm. respect it. And if you're not doing that, then you're disrespecting the Sabbath, which ultimately is what God gave us. He showed us an example that, hey, I am doing all of this in six days. Right. The seventh day, I am not. You can do this too. Learn right. how to prioritize everything else you need to do so you can get it done so you have this open time for you to rest. That right. boy preaching. He did. He, he said, said, gave a whole he, sermon. Said, he said that we're not looking at rest from a standpoint of necessity. Or like, like you, it's, I'm only resting because it's, it's necessary yeah, to rest. Yeah, because your body's telling you you got to do but it. But biologically, your body was created to rest. Right. Even... When you're sleeping and you rest, that's when your memory is restored. Mm-hmm. You're able to like build back muscle. You're able right. to build back all these different things. So like, yes, it's a fundamental need for your body. So it's like maybe shifting that perspective from like, it's I'm only doing this when it's absolutely necessary to like, not this absolutely is is essential for me to f- perform in my top okay top performance or my peak performance. Right, yeah, right, you right. have to really put it at the forefront to like I can't perform at my top performance Without. unless I rest. Bro, oh. so so even like cuz you know sometimes I work with these medical students, mm-hmm. some of the uh, their faculty members will ask them one of the common questions they ask them students is like how long how much of time are you sleeping? Right. Because they'll end up studying so much that they only will sleep like four or five hours a night. Yeah, yeah. And they will say, you're not going to make it through medical school like that. Right. You need seven to eight hours of sleep because otherwise it becomes counterproductive. Mm-hmm. You're, not able, you're not able to retain information. You're not able to focus. Like your cognitive function is impaired. Right. Like you need to prioritize rest. And I just be like, dang. So basically I need to think of it as putting rest in part, as part of my production. Right. Yeah. yeah. Rest you, needs to be on your schedule, on right. your calendar. Like before you... Sign up for another obligation. Mm-hmm. No, like I need to make sure where I have rest in my schedule. Okay. Because if it's not there, it's easy to push out. So we all get caught up in this grind of like, just the grinding mentality. Like I got to keep pushing. That's so you say like, yeah. I got to produce something. Right. But ultimately, what are you really producing to JJ's point? Like if your body is starting to like reject right. and start to shut down. Right. So like when you look at even like the science of like, if you go a certain amount of time without sleep, it's the equivalent of your body like feeling drunk or intoxicated. Like mm. it needs this level of rest and rejuvenation. Right. You can't function. Yeah. So yeah, this yeah. idea that we've put on ourselves and society as well, that like we have to keep on pushing. We got to be productive with our time. Not everything has to be productive. Some things also to your level of rest can be for leisure. Right. right what right. do you enjoy? So spending the block back to Dante. Don't spend it over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, his, his hobby. Yeah, hobby, yeah. Hobby list. You, you do so much stuff, but like how much stuff do you do for your level of rest I don't and have leisure? time. Because <laughs> that's uh, the stuff that refuels you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got to figure that that's out. Good. I got to figure we that got, out. We got to challenge ourselves to be able to rest. Yeah. 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 Speaking of challenging though. So like. I got a question for y'all, mm-hmm. right? You know, we do a great job as a soundboard holding ourselves, holding each other accountable, mm-hmm. bringing things and asking questions like, am I tripping? You know, am I wrong for this? All of these different scenarios. And so, you know, uh, me, you know, I'm the one on this podcast who's not married, yeah, who's approaching not. marriage. Um, Ringless. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us. For now. For now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was having a conversation uh, recently with uh, my fiance and we were just talking in, in general and stuff and she always does a really good job of like challenging me mm-hmm. in different areas um, so she will be quick to not even quick she's just intentional about calling me out right on on things that I either have a blind spot on or the things that I'm not necessarily aware of and so we were talking uh, I think the other day and we were talking about um, she had challenged me on the fact on my on my communication Mm-hmm. because I'll tend to like communicate internally, right? Like I don't necessarily share everything that I need to share, but I will almost 
anticipate or expect for her to like get the full context of things without really fully fully sharing the full context right and it was just like just being able to like challenge me in that moment bring things to my attention um and that moment you know it's super productive right yeah, like yeah. it's helpful but there are times where like she'll challenge me or call me out on things that sometimes it's like I don't know if I was ready necessarily to be challenged or to call <laughs> right, out on that. Right, in right, that right. moment. In right, that right. moment. But I'm interested for like from y'all, how do y'all respond? Or what one, does y'all's significant other call y'all out or challenge y'all? And then if so, like how do y'all respond? Yes. In those moments? <laughs> Most definitely. We didn't been here for yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't respond well. Bro, bro, <laughs> no, I respond well. I, I I keep everything light. But I will say I don't like um how she goes about it a lot of times. Right. Like, I go about things completely different from from Key. Like, she will see me do something she won't like, and she'll say, why are you doing that? Or, like, you don't do it like that, you do it like this, right? Mm-hmm. I believe in positive reinforcement. Right. So I will say, you see how you did? I really like how you did that. You, you see yeah. the difference? So, like, they do something wrong, I get it, but when they're doing something the right way, I'm telling them, I like how you do that instead of the other way type thing. Yeah. So catch them on a good day, reinforce that positive um, behavior behavior instead of shunning the bad behavior, basically. <laughs> right. Shame. <laughs> shame. 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 Because ain't nobody trying to end up like Will. Right. <laughs> uh, that's trauma. So uh, I, I don't know, bro. I think this is kind of interesting because I would say Olivia challenges me all of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a constant challenge. It's not a constant <laughs> challenge. It's not a constant challenge. But Olivia does. Olivia does challenge me. I think you know. At one point, when we first dated, when we were in college, she actually did not challenge me because back then I used to be like, "What are you talking about? Mm. How dare you!" Like, yeah. I, like I, I did not handle. Yeah. Uh, I didn't handle it well. Most men that age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that I do for you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know now I, I've I've definitely have gone lengths to try to prove that like hey you can challenge you can challenge me like mm. bring something up to my attention and now I just kind of so when I when she does challenge me I just kind of get quiet. I just be like, all right. You take it personal? I just, I be, I, <laughs> Michael Jordan? Like, yeah, I just, okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. So my thing is, uh, you know, and I don't think challenging is bad. No. I think it's the manner in which you challenge. Right. So ladies, tap in real quick, okay? <laughs> I just want to, I just want to per- give y'all a little wisdom uh, about how to do it. It's probably not best to challenge anybody in front of other people. Mm. So like if it's other people Kiana. around <laughs> I wouldn't go say nothing. But it's probably <laughs> not best to challenge somebody in front of other people. Also, and I don't know about y'all, y'all can tell me if this if this is better for y'all, if this works for y'all, but as as men, like please let's start off with Hey babe, I I appreciate mm-hmm. you've been I've been seeing that you're doing this more, mm-hmm. but you know maybe this is where I need a little more help, or maybe <laughs> right. this is what I would like to do more of. Like acknowledge that I am doing something, right? Or like give me a like a hey babe, good job, and then hit me with the challenge. Y'all yeah. be coming straight out the gate with the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> you coming straight out the a- gate, aggressive too, uh, aggressive too. Uh, <laughs> it makes me so upset. <laughs> like chill, little mama, like calm down, calm down, baby. Because believe it or not, me. Men be trying. Yeah. Yes. Men legit be trying. Yes. And so, um, and so, yeah, it, it, it's, it's sometimes <laughs> about how you challenge. Some, it's also about your tone. Yeah. Yes. It's about your tone. Like, hey, babe, don't really like that. Instead of you always doing this. <laughs> so one of the things was you gotta I stay had to, away from absolute. You have to yeah. stay away from absolute. Oh, yeah, I had to get in the. Yeah, I had brief. to get me and Olivia had. We had a little uh, tiff. Tiff. tiff yeah. <laughs> because of absolutes. Yeah. You never. Mm-hmm. You always. Oh really? Oh, I don't. Because <laughs> I remember. I I I I I I I so, so then I'm a historian yeah. when I bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So then I'm a historian when I bring it up. She's using therapy words on you? Huh? She's <laughs> using therapy words? You're a historian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't be a historian. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I keep all receipts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you, it, oftentimes, it's never, and this is for the fellas too, it ain't a always. It's no. not a, it, you never. Right. Like, so stay away from absolute. So those are just the three things I would add to the conversation. <laughs> so I mean, I, I guess opposite, I, I am the challenger. Mm, of course, of course. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Kim hates you. <laughs> Not him. I hate you. Kim probably see Jessica and be like, "Ugh." <laughs> Here goes my daily challenge. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like I'm the king of perspective of just like, hey, there's always like another the king. <laughs> that man said, "I'm the king of perspective." <laughs> Hella <laughs> so there's always just a different way to look at it. Like there's always when you put context or something, like whatever right. position, whatever challenges you have or whatever position that you're taking. Like, hey, there's other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. So like, let's try to like explore this a little bit. Right. So that's in the healthy version. Yeah. And the combative version is. <laughs> oh God, you're dumb. I can defend anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you throw at me. I have a defense for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is my level of challenge where it gets unhealthy. Well, right? it's like an argument. It's not even... It yeah, doesn't... I don't necessarily argue. It's like, hey. <laughs> that argument with me. Yeah. <laughs> I said what I Justin said. Justin really don't argue. <laughs> yeah. He really does not argue. Like, can you can you prove me wrong? Mm. If you can't, I... You're the guy at the desk <laughs> with the uh, cardboard yes. side. I'll argue about anything. Yes. <laughs> so it's just funny. different. Yeah, when it comes down to challenging, but to your point, like you got to be able to to level that out type of thing. Uh, you got to be able to understand each side whenever it comes down to challenging somebody. Right, like, like you just create like, a safe space. Yeah, and just like what we said with the uh, in the club situation, put the relationship first. What a lot of uh, when I was challenged in the club I'm lost. about the wedding, wedding. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like I said, then you have to put. The relate you have to keep the relationship <laughs> in mind. All right, you have to keep Coop so slow. Bro. I'm like, you trying to the club? I forgot all about that, <laughs> bro. I'll be deleting stuff. <laughs> Your hard drive full. Um, but you have to keep. I think that's the best thing to do is keep the relationship in mind. A lot of times when it comes to challenging, we feel like we have to get our opinion out in the moment, yeah. And we have to say what we have to say, or we have to get the last word. And ultimately, you are forgetting about the relationship, going straight for the challenge, and that's unproductive right. for the person and for you all's relationship. Right. So that's just what I would I would like to also add add to that conversation. Now, Coop, I actually sent you a video. I think this is a great example of how you challenge someone. I don't think my husband respects my position as stepmom. Let's talk about that. Your children, the ones that I did not create, they're allowed to do what you do. They sleep all day. They don't They don't come out of the room. They don't do what they need to do. Up. I want you to come over here. I want you to watch this. Let me show you something. Go sit over there. I have a little concern because your sons are not demonstrating that they are learning to be the kind of man I know you want them to be. They're gonna demonstrate the kind of man you teach them to be. And I'm not really sure what to do about that. Can, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. That's how you do that. The woman has to talk to her man to get him to move the way she needs him to move. You're not gonna get nothing with that. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Did you feel that? Yeah. Bruh. Man, say. Hey, let that be the end of that conversation. Bruh. That is just how you, I think that was when I saw that video and the dude started tearing up and that just, that leads me to believe that all he's hearing at home is negative, negative, negative. And she was reinforcing, y'all can't see it, but she was reinforcing it with the uh, arm rub. She was rubbing his arm. We're going to actually post this. When we drop the episode, we're going to post this on the story so you can see, so you can see it. And I'm not saying that 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 may work for everybody, but I just thought that was a good example for fellas, y'all too, Justin. (laughs) 
<laughs> if you are a challenger in your relationship in general, no matter you know who you are, male or female, I believe that was a great example of how you challenge someone effectively. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, to do the right thing, and, and you know, just for disclaimer purposes, none of our women are the ones that go. Oh, no. That's oh, yeah, no, that's no, 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 Olivia don't nag. Right. She don't nag. I'll remain silent. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, I love you. Well, time for... <laughs> well, it's time for my favorite part of the show. It is time for the sound bite of the week. Now, you guys know that we are going to come and we're going to drop you with some knowledge every single week. Hopefully, this is what you will use to get through the week. And this week, it is how we decide to respond to our fears. That is the person we become. Dante, can you say that again? I can. <laughs> How we decide to respond to our fears, that is the person we become. That's good, bro. Hit my buzzer, man. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't like that guy. I, you I'm challenged so, I'm me sorry. just now. I'm sorry, Coop. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate you hitting the buttons mm-hmm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Could you please hit my buzzer? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta start somewhere. Start with one brick. And you focus on one brick. The next brick will be better. Hey guys, we appreciate you as always for tapping into another episode of the Soundboard Podcast. Hopefully, you found some value in this week's episode. Please do not forget, guys, we are on all streaming services. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple uh, Podcasts, Please leave us a review, guys. That's how other people find out about our show. That's how we are rated. And so please do that. Also, if you have not joined us on our community that we're building on IG, please follow us at, at the Soundboard Podcast. It's your boy Dante. You can follow me at Dante Speaks Life. That's D-O-N-T-A-E. Speaks Life. And this is Coop. You can follow me at this is Coop underscore. And you can follow your boy JJ at underscore Jeremy J. And all things Big KJB at Just a Fiasco. We out. Peace. Later.